Hey everyone, this is Omar Manning, wide receiver at the University of Nebraska, and you are listening to Flogcast Network. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. Yes, to the Flogcast Network. Jay Ruff in the house today. Glorious day. Glorious Thursday morning. Talking about some fantasy football, getting closer and closer to the fantasy football drafts are approaching and, and getting going, and we're getting closer and closer to the flog fantasy draft. And today I have alongside with me a two-time toilet bowl champ, Mr. Quentin Blount. How's it going, Quentin? It's going great. I wish that, that intro does need to change, though, from you got to at least throw the one-time champion in there. Well I, well, I know, but it's... I mean, you, you can say it up. I think I did it last say. time, didn't I? I think I did it last well, time. You haven't said that in a while. Oh, well, you know, maybe because maybe I'm still getting that toilet bowl thing in my head. I mean, that's that's the most recent thing, correct? You know, I, I was looking at the history, and it's wild to me that just just three years ago, it feels, it feels sooner than that, but just three years ago, you had one of the best drafts of all time. Of course, I think, you know, I say one of the best drafts of all time now because I think Jake, you know, he thinks yeah. he earns that after last year. But you had the best record starting out with 12 and 2. You know what I'm saying? And that was yeah. what, three years ago now? 2019? Yes. You won the championship. And now just look at that. Straight to the toilet. You know? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not like my team was just like bad. I mean, oh, obviously we we things go. happen, injuries happen, and then I traded everyone and then, yeah, it's, it's just what happened. I mean, yeah, it's just what it is. Yeah. I made the call to start the rebuild. The rebuild. And it, is it safe to say that's what you're doing? Well, no, that's the thing. I don't want it to be like a long rebuild. Like it's a quick, I think my keepers are still pretty good. Well, well, uh, maybe, uh, maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess you got made, two, you know, yeah, set in stone that. ones. Yeah. Two up for grabs, like, I guess. So I'm not trying to go long-term rebuild. I did trade. I got McCaffrey. I got Adams. Like, I'm trying to do it quick. Like, I want to compete you, this year. Q, are you, are you starting to – are you looking to make a move before draft day to maybe get another keeper or two? Well, uh, you could say that. I oh, mean, boy. I'm sure there's some fellow listeners out there who I've been in contact with, and they know I've been – I've been reaching out to see what the cost of certain guys are. Oh, and no. You know, I don't know. So we'll see if the price is right. I may come. I may come knocking. It's the beauty of fantasy football. Now, of course, yet, um, you know, Marcus Terry has not turned on the switch yet. It is not draft day, so the switch has not been turned on. Um, I don't. Heck, I. You know, I. I I'm just gonna have someone tell me, hey, the draft is tonight because it's been mixed up so many times. I'm guessing it's September fifth. Right. That's yes. I, I mean, so. who knows when that will be changed? But that's what we're looking at uh, today, though. Keel, a big day talking about the AFC West. Uh, you know what? Just looking at this, doing more studying on this division. I think this year, this is a very solid division. I mean, last oh, year yeah. they were pretty good. Uh, they only had one team with a losing record. That was the Broncos, seven and ten. They had a, you know, they lost their last four games. I mean, Rocky at the end there for the Broncos, but. They do have a new quarterback. We'll t- discuss that in a little bit. But this division is very solid. I see this division possibly, potentially, Q, all four teams have a winning record. Am I am I stretching my neck out too much on that, or do you somewhat agree? 
No, I, I very much agree. I mean, I think this is probably the best division in football, right? Yeah, like, I mean, it has to be up there. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. uh, lots of changes uh, for, for some of these teams. We'll just go ahead and start uh, with the Kansas City Chiefs, Q. Um, you mm -hmm. know, this – uh, yeah, like I said, some changes have been made on this team. You know, it's it's interesting. It's wild to me how, you know, you take away, you know, a, a wide receiver, a very big wide receiver of a team, and, you know, how the word um, – I mean, heck, I, I, mean, I, I guess I can be one of those guys that jump in that bubble and, and say that I, I am one of those guys. The impact that it can do for a quarterback if you lose a wide receiver. And that's that's what is even though Patrick Mahomes is one of the best or the best quarterback in the league, not only in fantasy, but in, in the NFL. Uh, you know, it's wild to me that, you know, I, I did some research. No big deal. Kill. Uh, four games without Hill in Patrick Mahomes' career uh, passing yards in those four games. Four hundred and forty three yards, three hundred and seventy four. 315 and 321. Those are the four games he played out without Tariq Hill. Those are his passing yards. I mean, it's pretty decent, right? I mean, it's not bad. Not bad. <laughs> I mean, so, you know, again, they, they filled in some holes in the offseason to somewhat try to replace Tariq Hill. They, they brought in Juju Smith-Schuster. They brought in uh, MVS. Uh, they got Ronald Jones, and they also drafted Mr. Sky Moore, who – who potentially they're looking to, you know, in the future be the next Terry, you know, Terry Hill. And then, of course, don't forget about Mr. Travis Kelsey. But are you one of those guys that will throw down uh, Patrick Mahomes because they lost Terry Kill? Um, I mean, if you look at our fantasy quarterback rankings we did, you know, a few weeks ago, I, yeah. I think we did move him down a little bit. Um, but, like, what was that? We had him at, like, fourth or something? I yeah I, I personally had him fourth. You had okay. him fifth. Okay. Now I think so, we were kind of mean. We might have been, but I mean, when you really think about it, fourth and fifth, like that's still pretty dang good. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I mean, I think the question is, or the answer to that is, he's going to be just fine. Let's be real yeah. here. Yep. Um. Yeah. He's they they made moves. They brought in other guys. And even if they didn't, Mahomes is he's you know he just drops back so much and slings it all, all around. I mean he he's going to be just fine for fantasy. Yep, I agree with you. Um, still keeper in our league, you believe? Uh it could be. I mean, I don't know if you keep. I don't know. I mean, just just depends on the roster. I don't know if Scott does he like going to keep him. I don't know. Would you keep Patrick Mahomes or would you keep Travis Kelsey? I guess because that's that's pretty Ooh. related to Scott's team because he has both. Then he has Eckler and Harris. Oh. Um, and then I would probably there? keep Kelsey. I mean, I don't know. I, I would have to compare the rankings on those two together. But You would keep Kelsey. I don't know. That's tough. It is tough. Uh, you know, I, I still believe with Travis Kelsey. Um, I, mean, I think he's, he's the best tight end. For he's the most reliable tight end. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And of course, he didn't finish the best tight end or tight end number one last year. I mean, it, you know, he could easily so do like, that. And let me let me ask you, we're switching the tight ends just for a brief second. Let me ask you this: last six years of every player that has had eighty or more catches every year, 
Last six years. Let me name these players, okay? Mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey. That is it. <laughs> Travis Kelsey. Yeah. 80 or more catches every year last six years. I mean, just reliable player, and that's a tight end. That's a tight end. Yeah, and exactly. so, you know, yeah, he's 32 years old. Yes, he's our age. He's old. No big deal. Okay? But I, I do believe that he could easily be a keeper. And if he is not, which I don't believe he will be, I think uh, Scotty will keep Pat, Patty Mahomes. Uh, he will be a first-round draft pick, or he will be a top-five pick in our league. Should be. Yeah I, yeah, I think he'll be a top five pick if he's not kept. Mm-hmm. So. so, yeah, I agree. All right, let's move on to kind of a rockier subject, <laughs> I guess, in the in the running back category. Now, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, uh, you know, I guess it's safe to say um, that so far his career hasn't been where we were expecting a first-round draft pick. You know, two years ago, his his name was so high. I mean, heck, this guy was put on the most, you know, explosive offensive team behind Patrick Mahomes, Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey. I mean, you put, you know, some talent behind Patrick Mahomes, you would expect this guy to go absolutely nutty. I mean, heck, there was some guys on this podcast, wouldn't say who, not going to say who, (laughs) called him a monster. And one guy yelled at that guy for doing so. But Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, we had a couple of players believed in him, a couple of players in our league, and a couple of owners didn't believe in him. And I think we all know who, who those two were. Uh, but this, I mean, last year, just, of course, he missed seven games, but just, you know, it, it didn't it didn't look right. So in this year, I've had, I've done uh, countless uh, mock drafts, Q. I've done a couple mm. of, you know, leagues already drafted wise. I haven't even looked at Clyde Edwards Hilaire. I see him and I just scroll up. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, yeah, scroll up. So I mean, am I wrong by saying that? Or is this guy is there still believe uh, believeness in this guy? They're like, hey, I still believe in him. Year three, he's only twenty three years old. <laughs> you know, maybe Tyree Kill being gone will help this guy out. I doubt it, but we'll see. What do you think? Yeah, I mean it's it's definitely kind of that's either going to be a big hit or a big miss. I mean, or it could be in the middle. I mean, the thing is, yeah, when they Chiefs got him initially, everyone kind of was like, man, like you said, they put him behind the high powered offense. This guy should have been a stud, and he just wasn't. Because I mean, if you remember before him, it was Kareem Hunt, wasn't it? And Kareem Hunt was just going bozo, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. just going insane. Um, and Clyde just has not lived up to the billing. But the thing is, this year. He could see that crazy fantasy friendly, you know, year. Um, is it going to happen? Well, we haven't seen it yet. So it's one of those things you haven't seen it. You want to see it first before. So if he starts to fall or slide, maybe then I'm going to think about grabbing him, but I'm not going to go out of my way to, you know, reach up and get him that way. I, I see this possibly by the end of the year of being a committee. I do. Because uh, you know they 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 have you know Clyde uh, McKinnon, uh, they have uh, Ronald Jones who they picked up from Tampa Bay, and they have a rookie from Rutgers who they drafted late. Yes, uh, but just a little bit of buzz there. I'm like yeah. Pacioco, Pacioco. So yeah. do you think like do you think Clyde Edwards Edwards Hilaire is just bad? 
I don't. Like, you know what? I that's that's a, a tough question. I don't think he's bad. I no, just don't, I don't think, think he's, he's good. <laughs> does that make sense? <laughs> no, it does. No, it does. I don't think he's good enough. Okay, let me rephrase that. I don't think I don't think he's bad, but I don't think he's good enough from what our expectations are on him. Is that better? Because we think, you know, yeah. of course, like I said, even this year, we're expecting something from him. I mean, last year, we're like, okay, okay, his rookie year wasn't that bad. You know, let's, you know, he, he can bounce back this year. And then, boom. You know, we always have expectations on this guy uh, to be better than what he has been. And he just hasn't met those. So, again, what I'm doing right now with Claude Eversley-Lair, I'm expecting him not to do good. Because, I mean, I, I I mean, I don't think I don't think he'll be higher than a flex. Flex two. We have two flexes. I don't think he'll be higher than that. Hmm. Be a good bench guy, maybe. But I mean, I haven't drafted him yet. I haven't looked at him. Even in my mock drafts that are just fun. So Well. Yeah, we'll I mean see. And I see why you go, I see why you feel that way. But Okay. Now wide receivers. Again, Tyree Kill being gone. Uh big hole there. Big hole to fill in. But again, like I've mentioned, they added Juju from Pittsburgh. They added MVS from mm-hmm. uh, uh, Green Bay. Um, and then McCole Hardman's still there. And like I said, they drafted Sky Moore, second round, and Western Michigan. Young, explosive, explosive guy who I truly like. Um, but out of these four Q or more uh, wide receivers – who do you think is going to end up being the the you know the, the player that receives the most targets and receptions? Yeah, um, I kind of really like Marquez Valdez Scantling, but I think from what I, I remember seeing, and don't quote me on this, but I remember seeing that Juju is like pretty much the clear number one. That's yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean, it's hard to say. We didn't see a ton of them in the preseason. And I think it's just going to be one of those things where you have to kind of take a swing on where to draft Juju, where to draft MVS, where to draft Nicole Hardman. And just like, because one of these guys, you know, is going to have actually multiple could have really good years, but I mean, we'll get into the Travis Kelsey thing in a second with the tight ends. We already kind of did, but I think this just helps him even more too. you know, Tyreek being gone, but. So we know that Scotty Benzing will draft one or two players off this team. He already's got. He already has one. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing he's going to try his butt off to get Kelsey and then one of these wide receivers because we know that he he loves the Chiefs. He loves the Chiefs more than he loves Tampa Bay. So yeah. with that being said, who who's that going to be? Again, I like Sky more. I see the potential value in this guy. I see him, you know, possibly being, you know, next year or more being a Tyreek Hill. I simply do. And, and, but with Juju, I mean, with, with MVS, he had four years with Aaron Rodgers and didn't do it. You know, if, if you play four years with one of the best quarterbacks and I mean, haven't had a, a yard, you know, a, a year with over 700 yards, I mean, I don't, my trust isn't in his bank. It's not. Yeah, but he was also playing with Devontae Adams most of the time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Yeah, but, I mean, again, I I didn't see – there wasn't any fantasy value. There wasn't any – like, oh, wow, this guy's really, really good. His best fantasy value was maybe a a game or two on the flex spot. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. 
With Juju, yeah. it's a little bit different. I think that's why he's ahead uh, right now in, in the preseason camps, you know, stuff like that. And because last five years, I mean, year two, he went absolutely nutty. We all know that. Uh, mm-hmm. But hasn't really jumped on the horse fully after that. Uh, I mean, he played the full season in 2020 and, you know, had a lot of touchdowns, but not a lot of yards. So I think, again, he's probably the safest bet here if you want to draft a uh, wide receiver off this team. Right? Yeah, I mean, kind of. But, like, when you think about it, too, all the reports are saying Juju's the number one, but he only signed a one-year deal. Valdez Scantling signed a three-year $30 million deal with the Chiefs. So, like, he's going to be used pretty extensively, you would think, right? Like, he's going to be one of their featured players. So, I mean, you like paid him, the most. Yes. From what it sounds like, yes, you're going to draft him number one. I'm not going to draft him number one, but <laughs> I think he's my favorite receiver on this team right now. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know what? I, I do have, Q, a bowl of tomatoes ready. Okay. Um, okay. But I will not waste it on this one. I won't waste one because, you know, uh, again, this offense, I mean, this, you know, this wide receiver, it's this wide receiver bunch, I guess it's just, you know, I guess unpredictable as of right now. I have yeah. him number three. I think Sky Moore is better than MVS. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't know <laughs> if Sky Moore is going to like, he's a rookie. Oh, like, oh. Rookie res- what? oh, so, okay. So if you're a rookie, you can't be good. I mean, most oh, rookie okay. receivers well, Jamar Chase, the league not good. Just- Jamar Chase is one of Justin the few. Justin Jefferson, not good. Justin Jefferson's one of the few. Okay. But they also didn't go to – they both went to LSU and not Western Michigan or Central Michigan or whatever it is. Who are you bashing Western Michigan for, man? He was pretty good last year. Uh, I mean, yeah, he was Michigan. good playing in the freaking Western Mac Michigan or wherever it is. Oh, yeah, you went to Ball State. No wonder why you hate Western Michigan. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. All no, right, I mean, Travis I, Kelsey. Yeah. Okay. Um, again, we've mentioned already how this guy's reliable force, but he's been playing football since 2014. No big deal. Has had over a thousand yards since 2016. Uh, last year, he was one shy under 10 touchdowns. Uh, and, and do, I mean, I just, you know, there's not really much negative to say about Travis Kelsey. The one thing that might hurt him is, you know, of course, the last few years they've had Terry Kill. So they've had to pay attention to Hill and Kelsey. And now I think the arrow is pointing more towards Kelsey. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, because, right, you know, the last few years has been split. The arrow has been pointing at both of them. Now it's mm-hmm. fully on Kelsey. He is the guy that you have to stop if you, you stop in order to be successful winning the game. So I think that might hurt him just a little bit. But again, he's still tied in one. Still a guy you should uh, circle early in your drafts. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, it's an interesting question. So do you – so you think not having Tyreek hurts him versus not having Tyreek would help him? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, is that what you think? If – yeah. I mean, I don't say – I'm not going to be like saying that it's a negative thing. I mean, I guess it kind of is. But if I yeah, had to the point defenses one are thing, focusing on him. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, I mean, I, I get that. I mean, I think that's like an interesting question. Like that, that should be like a poll. It's like, does Tyreek, you know, but the thing is he couldn't, Kelsey could have a higher ceiling without Tyreek. Right. Cause you know, the targets, he might see more, but yeah, I mean, that's a very interesting question. Um, <clears throat> personally, I think he probably has even a better year 
just because you know Tyree's not there. The ball's got to go somewhere. Him and Pat have such. I great mean, it chemistry. could go either way. It really could. Yeah, you know, definitely. Yeah, it could go either way. I mean, we've seen definitely. this before. You know, heck, that guy's gone now, so you know Kelsey could possibly potentially see more targets and catches. Yes, so it could go either way. Yeah. Like he's just such a mismatch for linebackers, for safeties, for corners, nickel corner. Like it doesn't, it does not matter. Kelsey's a mismatch, and him and Mahomes have been, they have great chemistry. They've been playing together and they're going to keep doing their thing. Like I think yep. these are two of the best guys. If you can get these guys on your team, you better do it. <laughs> and of course, Scotty does not have his first pick, isn't until uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Six overall okay. in the first round. Okay. Do you see Travis Kelsey bounce into the six overall? No, I don't. I don't either. No, I don't, I don't. either. So what pick do I have? you know, if if Scott does not keep Travis Kelsey, uh, it's bye bye for him. You know, oh, and I, I I I I do believe. Did you trade Travis Kelsey to him? No, was that his? I first don't think year? I've ever had Kelsey. Okay, someone did. And I can't remember who got digging the history um, about who that was, but he didn't draft Travis Kelsey. He, right. I think someone traded him to him, but again, I'm not sure who that was, but anyways. Uh, so yeah, I mean, Travis Kelsey, again, that's the fifth round. Normally in some of my mock drafts and regular drafts, he's been going around the second round. Mm-hmm. So yeah. mid late second round. So, all right, let's move on to our next team, Q, and that's the Las Vegas Raiders. Finished the season 10-7 and seven last year. Now that, of course, was without Devontae Adams. They did add him. Kind of a big piece of this puzzle now. They, lose, they lost uh, Marcus Mariota, Casey Hayward, uh, a cornerback there, but also um, they drafted uh, White, wide receiver, uh, but heck, Devontae Adams, big piece for this team, big piece for Derek Carr. I think mm-hmm. last year, uh, you know, Hayward, uh, Renfro, he was very big for this offense. You know, they had the Ruggs incident who, you know, Ruggs was potentially going to be the, you know, wide receiver one, which he had a couple good games, but then he just, uh, you know, had that incident. But Renfro stepped in. They still have Waller, but now you throw Adams in with Renfro. You got Waller. This team's more dangerous offensively now. And I think, I do believe that Derek Carr, his fantasy value, of course, went up. Do you see him uh, being someone that, you know, lots of guys can target, uh, not only in our league, but in other leagues? Definitely. Like, as a Devontae Adams owner in our league, you know, with four keepers, I will be definitely keeping my eye on Derek Carr in the draft because – I mean, you would ha- you would think that this is going to be – he should right now be playing – he's in his prime. I don't know how old he is. He's probably, what, 31, 32 maybe? 31, good guess, 31. He just got his best friend from college, Devontae Adams, who is also arguably the best wide receiver in football. This should be the best Derek Carr season we've ever seen so far. Mm-hmm. Is that wrong to say? No, absolutely not. I mean, especially last year. he I thought he did very good last year. Um, he also think- under – yeah, sorry. What was that? Well, I was just I was just gonna add. You also think, and now you also have Josh McDaniels as a head coach. Who, yes, you know that that's a competent football coach right there. I mean, I I truly believe that he is 
you know, especially the last couple of years, he's been an undercover good quarterback to have. Uh, you know, yeah. quarterback two, bench player. Yeah. Um, you know, and now this year, them, I mean, of course, again, like I've mentioned, they did not lose Waller. He's still there. Yeah. Renfro, still there. Renfro. Mm-hmm. So they just added Adams to, you know, uh, to with their car, who had his most, you know, career high in, in passing yards. Um, and, and, you know, of course, he had his most uh, interceptions. I see that number going down, obviously. But, I mean, the last, what, four or five years now, four years, he's had over 4,000 yards. And so I see him uh, being a very, very solid, you know, worst quarterback two option. Worst. Yeah, man. Just like think, like listening listening to you list all those guys, like I don't want to play. I do not. If I were a f- opposing team, I don't want to play the Raiders, man. It's it, like, it, yeah. If everybody stays healthy, I mean, it, it's kind of a loaded offensive team. It is. Yeah. Like I, I, think, I, I, I want to get a piece of that team on my fantasy team. Yeah. I mean, especially one of those three guys, I mean, Hunter Raffle, of course, is probably, you know, you know, not probably, but is behind Adams and Walder, uh, but a very undercover kind of like Derek Carr undercover player, yeah. especially mm-hmm. last year, man named for himself year three, over a thousand yards, stepping in to be, you know, that wide receiver one guy. Uh, he had nine touchdowns. I mean, he was very I mean. Ask Scotty Benzie. He helped him out. Yeah, really he did. did. Uh, yeah, so did. of course, I see those numbers declining a little bit, or you know, possibly a lot, <laughs> because uh, because of Adams there. But I still think he will be drafted in leagues. Hunter Renfro. If if he's not, then he definitely should be. Um, running backs. Okay, running backs, Josh Jacobs, I think possibly maybe safe to say they took a little bit of step back his third year, under a thousand yards for his first time in his career. But he did cue. He did have nine touchdowns that helped his fantasy value out a little bit. I think he was twelfth in our league. I do believe. I could be wrong about that, but I think he was twelfth in our league in running backs. Uh fourteenth start. Fourteenth. And uh, I mean, again, that's not bad. No, that's not RB2. Yeah, RB2. Um, you know, I see him being a late RB2 this year. Kind of similar history. Could be, you know, it could be a good flex option, flex mm-hmm. option numbers. Um, I, I I possibly see his yards going a little bit higher, but I mean it might just go flat, you know, similar to what he did last year. Again, he he does he's not his longest yard last year was 28 yards. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't explode and blind people with his speediness. You know, he's not that guy. Uh, last year, he was used a lot in the goal line. And, you know, mm-hmm. that's why he got that nine nine touchdowns. And uh, the, the year before, I think the year before, he was used a little bit more in the goal line. He had 12. So, again, that's what he's going to be used at. And if you, got, you want a good flex option, I think Josh Jacobs is your man. Yeah, man, I couldn't agree more. I'm kind of – He's definitely a guy I'm going to be looking at. Um, he's also kind of an undercover look kind of guy. I mean, you don't really think about Josh Jacobs when you're thinking about players you love in fantasy, but for a mid-round kind of player, um, he, especially in a Josh or a um, yeah Josh McDaniels offense, mm-hmm. this offense is going to be good. It's going to be better. He saw nine touchdowns last year. He he's going to have more opportunities you would think this year because the team's going to be better in general. He's going to be better. Yeah. So I think he's going to be better, but the only issue is Josh McDaniels is the coach, and we know in New England he he utilized a lot of running backs. 
So this this yes. could be a full blown committee. We really don't know. And that's that's what I was going to ask you again. Like I mentioned, they drafted Zamar White out of Georgia, fourth round draft pick. They do still have um, Amir uh, Abdullah, um, who, who's been on the Raiders for a little bit now, and then they have uh, Brandon Bolden, as you, you know, you possibly remember him playing the last few years with the Patriots. Um, who, you know, here and there, you know, had his name was, you know, spoken in fantasy value-wise. Um, but, I mean, I still think it, it's, you know, Josh Jacobs, but that could, you know, easily change. You never know. Um, and, you know, especially, like you said, the history of the, the, the coach there, liking to use multiple running backs. I don't see that as of right now, but we'll see. We will see, Q. Let's yeah, move on yeah. to, again, wide receivers. Uh, we talked about Renfro a little bit. Let's talk about your boy, Adams. Mm-hmm. Devontae Adams, first year in another jersey. Okay, since 2014, he's been with uh, Aaron Rodgers, catching footballs, no big deal. Um, out of his one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, his eight years, though, he's only had – Four years over a thousand yards, which is wild. I think that's a little bit wild. One year he could have got it back in 2019. He missed four games. He had 997 yards, but that was his funky year. But last year was probably his best year, uh, receiving wise. Anyways, uh, he I mean he caught the ball 160. I'm sorry, 123 times. Target 169. Um, I mean, he's, again, like you said, arguably one of the best wide receivers currently in the game of football. Do you see it being the same now that he's paired with his college quarterback? Well, I mean, I think he, no, no matter what, he is still either arguably the best wide receiver or definitely one of the best. Um, the thing is, though, I think Derek Carr is not as good as Aaron Rodgers. So... Oh, it's hard really? to say. I don't, huh? Oh, nothing. Sorry. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna be. I don't. I don't know if he's gonna have that good of a season again. I mean, I think it's still gonna be really good. Don't get me wrong, but I think it. We might see a tiny bit of a downtick. Like, yeah. Okay. If, so, if that makes sense. is he a top five wide receiver? Because oh. right now, I'm gonna <clears throat> put something in your mouth, Keel. Well, that sounds mm-hmm. freaking weird. But, I mean, I'm, like you said, <laughs> in your list, in your list, you have him number six. I have him number four. Yeah. So Yeah, I don't I don't think he is a top five. Okay. I think he's top ten. So you I think, think he's got, in the back you got Mike Evans over Devontae Adams. Yeah, I mean, that could easily be flip-flop, I'm sure. But, personally, I don't think – yeah, I just don't think Adams is um, – with Carr, we'll see though. I mean, it could it could explode, and their old college chemistry could come back in full force, and he could have his best season ever. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but and again, like we kind of mentioned, similar to the Chiefs situation. All right, Adams' first time, kind of like going on a team that he has multiple. I mean, he has pretty solid, very good options surrounding him uh, in the receiving core. I mean, you know, tight end, he's got Waller. I mean, he's, you know, a, mon- a tight end, one of the tight end monsters last couple of years. And then Renfro can definitely take some, uh, you know, take some baggage off your, your shoulders there. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think he, he hasn't been used to that last couple of years. 
No, definitely so, not. When you watch think... Packers play, like Rodgers was always looking for him. Always. And another like thing is, I'm I'm of the belief that, in my personal opinion, Aaron Rodgers is the best QB that's ever played football. Oh. So, no matter what you do, if you're Devontae Adams, you're going. It's going to be a, a bit of a downgrade, um, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Which that's no that's no bashing Derek Carr like we've no, mentioned. I mean, he, um, no, but I mean, yep, I totally agree with you. Totally agree with yeah. you. Okay, let's move on to Darren Waller, tight end. Uh, again, last year missed a few games, missed six. Um, didn't have you know the year that he had had the last two years prior. Um, I mean, 2020, 2019, the dude was a machine. Truly was. Again, number one target on this Vegas team. Um, now, uh, he, I mean, I mean, I think it's safe to say he's going to have to share that a little bit with Adams, which I'm, I'm sure he's okay with. But I, I obviously see his numbers inclining and him jumping back in the top five category to tight end. Um, this guy can be dangerous. Yeah, as long as he stays healthy, I totally agree. I think it's going to yep. be a better, a big upgrade of a season for Darren Waller. It always helps when you get an elite wide receiver um, on the outside when you're a tight end because that's just going to open up the you know the middle of the field for you, um, and that's mm-hmm. where Waller does his work. So as long as he stays healthy, this is a guy you should probably be looking at. Yeah, but again, you know with the tight ends, I think there's five, you know, in uh-huh. a in a different you know in a core like in an island that you yeah you look at. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, and yeah. then after that, you're kind of risking the biscuit i guess you know safe to say and this and this guy's one of those five so if you can get him yes yep get him all right let's move on to the next team q we got the uh we got the los angeles chargers last year finished a little bit over 500 with a nine and eight record justin herbert we all know him right approaching year three uh, first round draft pick, six overall. Last year, he played the full season, had over 5,000 yards passing, um, and, you know, had 38 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. This dude was the heartbeat of this team. Very good uh, fantasy-wide, you know, fantasy value quarterback. Do you see it being similar this year? <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah. Um... It was one of those things. I think we talked about it when we did the QB rankings. I'm always a guy. I see it you once. Hated him. No, I didn't hate him. You hated I said, him. I just said, look, listen, listen, listen. I just said, <laughs> I see it once. I said, okay, let me see it one more time. And, and you saw once it. I see it that second time, which I did. Yep. Now I'm all I'm all aboard. You're all in. So I'm all in. I think this guy's got the potential. I mean, again, when you look back at our rankings, not just me and you, but throughout the rest of the league and throughout the rest of the fantasy community in general. This guy is literally one of the top, you know, QB rankings every, everywhere. Yes. So yeah. the question is, this guy, does he have the potential to not, I mean, does he have the potential to be literally the QB one overall? Do you think so? Easily. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. so. I think, I think so. he has a potential. Heck, I, last year he finished what, third? Make a look. can't remember. But, I mean, let me ask you this, Keel. Okay. So... If TC, which I do believe he will, he finished second last year today. I do believe he will keep Justin Herbert. Okay. If he doesn't, first round draft pick? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, if you look at last year, 
uh, it, you know, it's opened everyone's eyes now. What Jake McKinley did yet last year with Josh Allen, you yeah. know, Jake's gonna keep Josh Allen now, possibly. Uh, Justin Herbert, if he's not a keeper, he is a first round draft pick, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, correct. Someone will snag him. Here's what I found. So you know, it's 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 gonna be interesting. But uh, like I said, I mean, I I think you know, knowing who's on. <laughs> TC's team, he has to keep Justin Herbert because it's it, well, you know it's it's not a lot of yumminess on that squad currently. Justin Herbert's on top of the list. I think you should keep him. You would think, but we know TC is trying to we maybe TC tank this year out. So yeah. <laughs> never know. But again, never know. Justin Herbert draft him early. Correct. Safe words. Yes, I mean, don't it dep- like, yeah. I mean, yes, you want him, but like, I wouldn't super reach for a quarterback if you don't have to. But if you do reach for Justin Herbert, I mean, I can't blame you. Should be a third one off the board, quarterback wise. Yeah, I think you could argue that. Yep, you had him third. I had him second. So, yeah. And that again, that could easily change. I might have my homes. I don't know. It's it's very close. Let's move on to the running backs, Q. Um, mm-hmm. So, Justin Herbert being a quarterback one, obviously. Austin Eckler, a running back one. Now, it's gonna. This is gonna be interesting because. Oh, for very first question though, without looking, don't cheat. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. college did Austin Eckler go to? Ooh. Um, we play the college sure. games sometimes, right? Hi, we do, we do. This is a very and good one. What college did he go to? Now, obviously, it's not a big boy college because I, you know, kind of wouldn't be asking this question, but yeah, I don't know. I can't. I mean, I, I feel like I should, but I don't. West Colorado. West Colorado. I would have <laughs> never guessed that. Yeah, I, know. I, did not know that. I know. I don't want to embarrass you too long, but uh, doesn't matter what school mm-hmm. this guy goes to. He could go to Ancella football team and still end up being uh, where he is today. Uh, I mean, this guy had one of his best careers, especially on the ground last year. Uh, 911 yards, 12 touchdowns, the most he has ever had before last year. Touchdown-wise was three. Mm-hmm. That's how many kids I have. He had three yeah. touchdowns. That was his highest. Last year, he had 12. And he still yeah. did work on the on the in the air, you know, mm-hmm. seventy catches, six hundred forty seven yards, eight touchdowns. So this guy, I think, finished uh, very very high, uh, top five uh, running back. Do you see him putting up some? Of course, that number, tight end number, or the touchdown number is going to decline. I mean, I see some kind of regression possibly for this guy, but on the very high. Scoring offense, which I do believe that this Los, Los Angeles Chargers team will do so again this year. If you got Justin Hel- Herbert staying healthy, same thing with Eckler. You go, you got mm-hmm. Allen Williams. I mean, that, it's a very dangerous team. Do you still see see him a top five, possibly higher running back? I do. Um, not only top five running back, I mean top five just in general. Overall I, player. Just yep. overall player. He was I mean, second I think he's, last year running back. Yep. Yeah. So, like, I think when you think about it, Eckler, like, this guy should be a top pick in literally every draft. 
every whatever format you're in, whatever whatever you know, whatever fantasy league you're playing in, Eckler is going to probably be a top five pick, probably a top you know two or three pick even. Um, it's it's wild to me because I have a I'm in a league, another league, and there's twelve, then multiple mat, mock drafts, and I was mm-hmm. a pick number eight, and I got him number eight. Oh man, that's such and a I was like, such a huh. steal. I mean, I feel like that's a steal. It you is, know? but of course you got some players going before him. You know, Harris, you, uh, Jonathan Taylor, those kind of guys, uh, Chase and Jefferson. But I mean, like Eckler. So like, I mean, here's I a, like, like, cause we're, you know, we're getting ready to start up a dynasty league and um, where, where does Austin Eckler, you know, deserve to go in that first draft for that dynasty league? I mean, that's, that's another tricky question. Again, 27 years old, 27 years old. Uh, he's, he's been playing since, I mean, this, this is a sixth year, I believe he's only missed. I mean, he missed a, a few games through that 20. Uh, but prior to that, I mean, he's played. He plays a lot of games. He's you know reliable running back. So you're probably going to see what another good solid three years out of him. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, you would think so. You would think you would, so. You would think so. So I still think he's a first round draft pick in dynasty leagues. Yeah, I think so. I mean, too. I, I I would think that. I um, mean, I would think he's a top. Five-ish pick, and even a dynasty. I mean, personally, I guess okay, I would have so to look into it more. Dynasty doesn't affect your decision making on drafting him. No, it really doesn't, man. Because okay. like, yeah, he's just that good. Okay, and like that's yep. what you should use your first-round pick on—is someone who is just that good. Yeah, yeah, very good running back. Uh, not lots of you know they did draft Isaiah Spillier, uh, in, in the fourth round, but again, I mean, no competition there. I don't believe they still have John. Joshua Kelly, uh, but again, it's the Eckler show. He's he, he's going to do you know do Eckler kind of things. Wide receiver category. These two went off last year. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. Mike Williams went off in you know the first half of the season. Then Keenan Allen stepped in the back half of the season. Who's the number one wide receiver you're shooting for on this team? Um. Probably Keenan, but yeah. I'm trying to figure out who who in our league had Mike Evans or Mike Williams. Do you remember me? Oh, you did. Yeah, remember it was a big thing. It was a big deal. Big deal. TC dropped Mike Evans dropped before him, the season yes. even started. Picked yeah, up Joshua right. Palmer, who is currently on the Chargers <laughs> team. Picked up Joshua Palmer. I picked up Mike Williams for a big whopping five bucks. Yeah. And again, and that was huge because he was the wide receiver point. ten. Yes. Yep. And but here's Allen, my thing with these two, and you can disagree yeah. or agree with me. Keenan Allen's the safest pick. He is a reliable wide receiver, somebody you can trust and rely on to put up numbers. I mean, heck, the last last five years, I mean, so for those five years, he's had over 1,100 yards, six-plus touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, that one year that he did not, he missed two games and had 992 yards. Eight touchdowns. So this guy is reliable. You can trust him to put up very good wide receiver two numbers at that. Yeah. So I mean, yes, he's. I, I would. I would put money on him before I put money on Mike Williams. That's because mostly I had Mike Williams last year. Big boomer mm-hmm. bust guy. Yeah, he will go absolutely nuts for you, especially the first few year or first games. He did have a very his best. 
career high season last year, did very good. Very yeah. good. Nine touchdowns, over 1,100 yards, caught the ball 76 lines, target 129. All those were career highs. But again, a, a lots of that happened in the first six games or so, maybe less. He did do a little bit better in the, you know, the last couple games, but Mike Williams, I think, could be a good wide receiver two, three option for it. But I think it's safer to snag out. Uh, yeah, I would agree. But um, the only thing I would disagree with is, like, I personally believe both of these guys, there's a chance that they're both wide receiver ones. I mean, is that, yeah. Like, Allen, we know, is, you know, an absolute stud. And I agree with you in the fact that he is the consistent option. He's going to consistently get you a great amount of points, whereas Mike Williams is a little bit more boomer bust and probably touchdown dependent, you could argue. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But, but yeah, I mean, I think both of these guys playing with Justin Herbert in another year for him, another year, all of these guys together. I mean, this is another team. We keep saying this, but like, you know, at the beginning of the podcast, I said, this is probably the best division in football. I want somebody off of every one of these teams. I want to get me a <laughs> Keenan Allen, a Mike Williams. I want to get me, you know, a freaking Josh Jacobs or a Hunter Renfro. Like, I just want a piece because I think all of these teams in this division are just super, yeah, they're scary. Offensively, uh, high-powered teams, I believe. Can I be. think Keenan and Mike Williams are going to be both very, very good for fantasy. Especially, you know, again, um, lots of these I – mean, heck, we got these teams. I think all four of these teams have very good quarterbacks throwing footballs. Um, and all four of these quarterbacks, I believe, will get drafted. Um, you know, Mahomes, yeah. Carr – Herbert and Russell Wilson, who we'll talk about. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, Definitely. I mean, and that's why lots of these players on these teams have fantasy guys because you got a good quarterback. And that, you know, that goes with, you know, running backs too, I guess. And these, these teams are going to be good. So you want some, you know, you want some yeah, running exactly. backs off these teams. Yeah. Uh, Gerald, Gerald Everett, uh, tight end for the Chargers. Uh, you know, he spent last year with Seattle, four years before that with the Rams, always flirts around the 400 yards thing, uh, you know, touchdown relevant guy. I mean, you, you got to have him to get a touchdown to put up some, you know, high fantasy numbers for you. Uh, is he worth snagging? Of course, possibly not a tight end one. I mean, I guess you could, he possibly could. Especially if Mike Evans, Mike Evans or Keenan Allen get hurt, I think I think he'll get Mike, snagged Mike up. Williams. Yeah. What I say, Mike Evans. Mike. Mike. Mike, Mike Williams. <laughs> but yeah, uh, no. When those guys get hurt, but Everett, any anything to yap yes. about? I, I think he is somewhat someone to yap about a little bit. Okay, yap away. Get up and start barking. Okay. This guy is. Uh, yeah, man. I think he's. They're paying him a good amount. He signed a two-year, $12 million deal. Um, and if you remember, Gerald Everett actually put up some decent numbers back when he was playing with Russell Wilson in Seattle. He did, yeah. Um, and, like, there was a time where I think, you know, we talk about this, the, the, the five main tight ends, and then everyone else is hit or miss. This is one of those hit or miss guys that could very well, if he stays healthy, he's on a very good offense. He... He could see a lot of openings in the middle of the field, but when you got Keenan Allen and Mike Williams on each outside 
And then you got Eckler. Like he could see a lot of targets, I think. And they're paying him a good amount, so you know he's going to be on the field. They're going to use him. Um, I could see this guy easily being a tight end one. Huh. I, I what I see with Everett is being a a buy specialist. Someone has a buy who's a tight end. He's a good, I mean, good guy to snag in there for a week or two. I don't. I mean, who I else don't are you putting other than those one. top five guys? Like who else? Or who else? What tight ends in the league are you looking at to put above him? To who? Who will be higher than him? Yeah, I mean, I know there's some out there, but I'm just like wondering who. Just in the back half of my top five: Ertz, Hawkinson, Goddard, 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 uh, Knox, and Schultz. See, yeah, and the, and that's I could see that definitely, but I I think Everett could be right there. I think the thing I just think he could surprise. I mean, he could. It wouldn't Again. shock me if we're talking about Everett, if he's healthy, right up there with those guys you just mentioned. Again, I mean, playing for a high-scoring team, yeah, a high-scoring offense will help him. So, so like yeah, if you I mean, wait to draft a tight end and like you wait super long, and this guy's still back there. I mean, this could be a yes. really sneaky pick. Could be a sneaky, sneaky yeah. sneakerson, if you will. Yeah, absolutely. All right, last team, Q. Approaching the end here, Denver Broncos. Seven and ten last year, but this year they got a new guy throwing some footballs. A guy who has spent heck what the last eight years? He's been heck no, ten years. Holy moly, he's been at Seattle since 2012, won a championship, no big deal. But in those years, I mean, again, throwing the ball, I mean, is important, I guess, but I mean. We just talked about Justin Herbert, who is his second year, had over 5,000 yards passing. This guy has never had over 5,000 yards passing. Uh, he, he does score. I mean, just two years ago in Seattle, in 2020, he had 40 touchdowns. Very good. Yeah. He went 40 and 13. Very good. Yeah. But he had 4,212 yards passing once. All right. This guy, though, is very good at, at football. And I do believe that just adding Russell Wilson will make this team better and have a winning record. I do believe that. Yeah, I would agree with all of that. Um, was there a question in there? I guess I don't really know. There was not a question. Kevin. There was not, no question. Yeah, so, no. I mean, I think, like you said, this is probably a winning team now. Um, he's got good weapons there. And he also has a new head coach, the Broncos do, with Nathaniel Hackett, who operated as, you know, the offensive coordinator with the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. So he's got history working with great quarterbacks. I think that's a nice fit. And yeah, I mean, we'll see because Russell Wilson also does add, you forget sometimes, but he does add value with his legs too. He does. Um, yeah. You do forget so that. He, yeah. He's a, he's a good fantasy quarterback to have. I mean, all of these, again, all of these AFC West guys are probably going to be drafted. Um, I guess the only well, one that you would question is Carr, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I guess he's, he's last out of his four teams, but. Russell Wilson, 33 years old, okay, new team, um, new wide receivers. Now, his wide receivers last few years, I mean, has been pretty decent. DK, Tyler Lockett. Yeah. Um, I mean, those guys are two, you know, pretty decent wide receivers, and they used him, they used them pretty well, especially Russell, uh, favored them very well. Uh, mm -hmm. So with his wide receivers now, do you consider it, Q, to be a downgrade? You got Cortland Sutton. You got AJ Handler. Uh, of course, 
Tim Patrick got hurt. He'll be out for the rest of the year. But those three yeah. wide receivers, can they – will they help Russell or hurt him in his first year in, in Denver? Yeah, I mean, my personal opinion is that it is a downgrade. Um, I don't really understand why so many people – I mean, I get it. Like, Sutton and Hamler and Judy are good. But, like, DK Metcalf is elite. And Tyler Lockett's elite at what he does. And, like, how many times did we see crazy, like, corner, back corner of the end zone, Tyler Lockett dragging his feet, Russell perfect throw. Like, we saw that so many times. Their chemistry was just on a whole different level. Um, And that's something Russell's been working on with the Broncos. I mean, you know, you've seen them working out together in the summer. They've been working out together all camp and stuff. So, like, We'll see. Um, I personally do think it's a little bit of a downgrade, but I think Russell's still going to be a good option in fantasy. What makes what makes me sick is seeing DK ADP just go extremely down. Yeah, because like you said, it makes me sick too. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's he's he's. I mean, it makes you consider not keeping him yeah. because. Of his ADP just going flat out down the toilet, which is, is bonkers to me. This guy, I mean, we're not Seattle episode, but this guy's extremely good at wide receiver spot. He's still very young, but just because they lost a wide, uh, a quarterback, uh, that you downgrade him that much, uh, the dude's just a still pretty, you know, a, as an athlete. Yeah. Um. But similar to him, what was DK about six? He's what six three six four. Yeah. Now, of course, I'm not comparing this guy to DK athletic-wise, but Cortland Sutton is 6'4", 215 pounds. Uh, again, you know, he's 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 a younger guy. Last four years, he's only had one year over 1,000 yards. But if you remember, 2019, Cortland Sutton had a very good year. Yeah. The following year, he got hurt. So he had over 1,100 yards that year. And I, I think Cortland Sutton, um, if you had to pick – it's kind of a similar situation uh, with Allen and Mike Williams. He's probably the safest pick, Corlin Sutton. I like Jared Judy. I think the upside and potential is higher in Jared Judy. He had a very disappointing year last year because of injury. Didn't play seven games. Uh, didn't have a touchdown. He, even when he was in the game, he didn't look like Jared Judy his rookie year. Yeah. You know? So I think, I mean, if you – if you want to look at future-wise, Jared Judy's your guy, but Corlin Sutton, I, I won't be surprised if he snags himself in there at being a very important fantasy guy. Yeah, um, I, I agree with most of that. I think – Who's your Gary, choice? Who's your choice? Out of these guys, out of the three? Yeah. Uh, uh, Sutton, yeah, Sutton. It'll be Sutton? Yeah. Is it close? Yeah, it's close with Judy, but – the only thing yeah. with Judy, I mean, I'm scared of, and it's Sutton too, a little bit is just injury. But yeah, yeah, I don't love any of these guys. I never have. I've never loved Sutton. Like, I've just me never either. Been, yeah, me either. Never... But when has he had a Russell Wilson type of quarterback? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah he, has. he really has not. So we'll see. I mean, he could explode and then make everyone you know, finally acknowledge that he is that good and he needs to be respected. But until that time comes, I mean, I, I got to see it before I draft him to be my wide receiver one or my wide receiver two even. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And again, don't forget about KJ Hamler there. Uh, a, a kind of similar situation with Jared Judy didn't have the best year last year due to injury, but another explosive wide receiver out of Penn State that drafted in the second round that you might have to circle a late round draft picks, KJ Hamler, especially with Tim Patrick being gone. But let's go back to uh, the uh, the running backs. This this conversation is you know funny, or not funny, uh, enjoyable to talk about. Uh, because, you know, it, it's going to be interesting to see what they do and what the percentage is splitting-wise between these two running backs and Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams. Javante Williams obviously uh, is the most favored because, I mean, heck, I guess because of his age, 22 years old, um, explosive running back out of North Carolina who had last year, uh, played all year and did very well. Uh, you know, over 900 yards, four touchdowns, uh, but – I can't remember. I don't remember the split percentage-wise. I saw it earlier, but I forgot it. Uh, the split those two have. Melvin Gordon, though, last year he also had over 900 yards and eight touchdowns. So he had more yards, more touchdowns, and more carries. What do you think this year about this this uh, backfield here in Denver? It's interesting for sure. Um... I and I'm honestly someone who's not. I'm not super big on Javante Williams. I'm not gonna lie. Mm. Everyone is really kind of, and they did this last year too. Everyone was like pumping him up to be RB one, like right out of the gates. And not only is Melvin Gordon there, and Melvin Gordon looks good, but mm -hmm. from what I saw of Javante, I mean Javante really didn't look good. And don't I mean I'm you know I'm sure he had good runs. And I didn't watch every Broncos game or every snap or whatever, but from what I did watch. To me, Melvin Gordon looked like the better runner. Um, maybe, obviously, he was a rookie, Williams, and he needs to get better and stuff like that. But and he can, and he can. And there's a new coaching scheme there, so maybe they, like I said, Hackett comes from Green Bay. Green Bay had Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon again, kind of a little of a committee, but Aaron Jones was more primary back. So maybe they decide to do that with Javante. But in my opinion, I, I think Melvin is still going to be used. Um, so I would be a little hesitant on drafting Javante. I'm not going to lie. Now, of course, you know, Melvin Gordon was used more in a goal line situation, which Williams was used more of a, more of a receiving back more than Melvin Gordon. Uh, I think uh, Williams had about 43 Catches 53 targets, and Gordon had 23, 28 catches, 38 targets. So, again, and of course, Melvin Gordon was eight touchdowns, in yeah. which Williams had three. So, this year, though, I won't be surprised if they lean more towards Williams based off the future. Of course, Melvin Gordon, still 29 years old. Uh, you know, a, a guy who, I mean, again, you know, and outside the fantasy world, this is a good situation. You got two very good running backs behind freaking Wilson. You know what I'm saying? But in fantasy, it, it sucks. But, yeah. it, but again, I, I see it going 60-40, uh, Williams, and them leaving, leaning a little bit more on Williams. Williams will have over 1,000 yards, and I see Melvin having about 60-70. Uh, 600, 700. Yeah. And I see I, it going, you know, a little bit more leaning towards Williams. And I could agree with that, definitely. I guess I was probably a little too hard on Williams. Um, it's not that I 
I don't know. You hated him. It's, it's more that I like Melvin and I want to see Melvin get used than it is I dislike Gordon or, or uh, dislike Williams. Um, right. And, you know, I think they've improved their offensive line a little bit. And then obviously just adding Russell Wilson is going to help the running game too. So, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. more, the only, the more, eh, sorry. The reason I'm down on Williams is just because of Gordon, like, cause Gordon is still there waiting in the wings and until he's not, I'm just a little hesitant on Williams, but. Right. Yeah. I mean, heck, I mean, if he's overall as a team defensively, Denver is going to be scary too. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they tried out like top eight ranked defense last year. They end, they added Randy Gregory. Uh, that's just a scary thought for the rest of this AFC West team. I mean, and this Denver team is going to improve um, record overall, not yeah. just because they added Wilson, but defensively they're going to be scary too. So, um, all right, Q, let's move. Let's go. Uh, quick talk about the tight ends, and we'll wrap it up. Uh, uh, tight end wise, now there's been a little bit of buzz. On Alberto, no big deal. I'm not gonna approach his his you know attempt his last name, but uh, uh, uh you know approaching year three, drafted fourth round out of Missouri, showed some glimpses of you know pretty good catches and you know being good at you know last year. Now again, playing with a kind of a better quarterback. What do you think Alberto will be? I had him down as one of my breakouts. Um, but do you think Alvaro will be any kind of fantasy value here? I mean, I don't know. Not, I'm not super excited about him or I'm not, you know, going to go out there and try and get him, but he's one of those late round guys. If he's there, he's playing with a top quarterback. It's probably going to be a pretty good team. Um, he might be a very good, one of those bi-week kind of guys, but who knows? I mean, Maybe all the guys on the outside, like Cortland and all of those guys, open things up for Alberto, and he just freaking goes bozo. We don't know. Um, but I'm not going to go out of my way yet to, you know, put a crown on him. They did draft uh, a tight end in this year's draft out of UCLA, Greg Dolklich, um, which I have him in my all rookie, all rookie league. No big deal. He just drafted yeah. all rookies, and I snagged him up. No big deal. Um, he that probably could be an won't. interesting. I mean, he he. You say he probably won't, but you never know. Nowadays, teams will run a lot of um, twelve personnel with two tight ends on the field, and they could. I mean, he's a third round pick, so it wouldn't surprise me to see them. You know, utilize him a little bit. Um, and if he starts to impress they, people, they use both of these guys. A little yeah, bit. I think they and will. They I think they will use both. It. Definitely, especially yeah. if they're going to be a running team, you're right. going to want two tight ends out on the field. Yep, absolutely. All right, Q, predictions. Predictions about this division. Again, like we've mentioned multiple times, we think this is going to be a very solid uh, division. I think all four of these teams will have, you know, a big chance of having a winning record. They almost did last year. Again, like I mentioned, Broncos lost four in a row towards the end of the season. That hurt them. Uh, but what do you think this year uh, in order from the top to, to worst? Oh man, this is so tough. Oh boy, it's not that tough. It is. <laughs> no, who, you tell me. Who do you got number one? Oh no, that's you first, darn it. Man, dude, I can I go first. Know. No, that's fine. Yeah, I think Chiefs me. will go back on top. Still, okay. I yeah. think they're a team to beat. They'll continue to be successful and uh, be a top team in this West. But after that, it, it was very close for me to be brave 
uh, and not put Chargers over the Chiefs. Yeah, I almost did it. Yeah, I think Chargers. Well, I think they would be very that's good what I was this year. Do. Yeah, I mean, I I almost did it, and uh, Chargers will be very good and be right behind the Chiefs and make a run for the you know for the West this year. Broncos will have a winning record, winning record, and I have them third. Then I have Raiders still with a w- winning record, uh, but will be uh, they'll be fourth. Hmm. Yeah, um, I agree. I'm, I'm actually, I mean, I agree that all these teams will have winning records, but my predictions are going to be different. Um, oh what I was thinking, I'm going Chargers one. I'm going Raiders two. Oh. Oh no. And then I'm going Chiefs and then Broncos. Okay. Okay. All of them will so have why Raiders well, I too. I mean, we talked about it earlier. I just think Josh McDaniels is a very good coach. You put together Derek Carr and um, Devontae Adams, and they were already pretty good last year. I just think there's a lot to like. Um, yeah, I mean, I just think you're bringing in winners all around. Josh McDaniels is a winning coach and Devonta Adams is a winning wide receiver. And I just, the only thing I can do is see them win more. Um, Defensively, they had Chandler Jones, Rock Yassan. Chandler Jones, huge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's huge. We don't talk much about defense in fantasy, but absolutely. I mean, that's just gigantic addition right there. And then yeah. with the chiefs, you think about it. I mean, Again, we know the Chiefs are going to be good. Patrick Mahomes is still there. Travis Kelsey is still there. But there are some question marks. Um, yeah. So, yeah, man. I mean, we'll, we'll just see. We'll see. Again, an exciting division. A fun Definitely. one. A competitive one. Probably the um, best one. Yeah. It's very yeah. good. So, it's fun to talk about. Fun to discuss and fans. Again, Keel, getting closer. Are you getting itchy? I am. No big deal. Itchy. Have you done any leagues yet? Any drafts yet? Like any? Yeah, yeah no, drafts. I have not. They're all like coming up right around the same time. It's gonna be stressful. So our dynasty league that we have this Sunday, right? Yeah, like we I have dynasty I, league draft this Sunday. There's, I have three drafts this Sunday. Oh, so I have three going at once, at oh, the same my time. Gosh. <laughs> different formats, different platforms. Yeah. So I'm in trouble. But you know yeah. what? It's going to be super exciting. I'm excited about it. Yeah, it will be. Definitely. It's going to be like my head's going to be spinning and it's going to be fun. I've got three like monitor screens. So I'm going to have one draft <laughs> on each screen going. Definitely fun. I'm currently in one right now. It's a slow draft. FYI, do oh, not no, be not in fun. a slow draft. Yeah, that's not fun. It's not fun. Super slow. Hence the slow draft name. But All right, Q. Well, hey, thank you so much. You got any last words or comments? No, um, yeah, my last words and comments, just you need to get people from these teams, these AFC West teams, get them on your fantasy squad if you want to win. That's my that's my comment. Absolutely, good comment. Any words on your current team to, you know, snag or communicate with you on your current flog team? Or I mean, I don't think people are speaking? really – They know? Yeah, they know. They I mean, know. I've been right. – I'm they trying know. to – if, you, if you're out there listening, you know, I'm looking for another keeper. If you got oh, one spare, shoot me a message. I got picks. So, okay. You do have picks. All right. Well, Q, again, thank you so much, sir. Thank you for joining us this Thursday morning. 
Thank you so much for listening. You have listened to the Podcast Network. Everybody stay safe.